Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a feel-good Friday. Forget all that's going on. Make yourself feel good because if you feel good, then everybody else around you will start to feel good. And I'm going to make you feel good over this next hour with some good stuff. Like the Joe Rose Show talking to Michael Lombardi who recently had some controversial statements about Tua Tagovailoa. The Dan Lebetard Show going to be talking to John Lovitz. So you know that's going to make no sense whatsoever. Hawk and Crowder having fun with horse and horse racing. And we're trying to get back slowly but surely to Norma as safe as we possibly can. So the new Friday tradition that we started earlier this year is back. Friday, Hawkman Highlights, Crowder Crowd Pleasers, kind of the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder show. I will have that for you. But right now, I have headlines. That's pretty normal. We do it all the time on the Best of the Joe show. Eric and Nikki Spolstra donated over 140 meals from Lime Fresh Mexican Grill to first responders working at a coronavirus testing center here in South Florida. The NBA season remains suspended. Despite reports that some of Tua Tangavaloa's injuries have been kept secret, both surgeons who operated on his hip recently said he is healthy and could participate in NFL training camps if held today. Both the Marlins and Heat are turning unused merchandise into coronavirus masks. Sources say the Rams are trading wideout Brandon Cook to the Texans for the 2020 57th overall pick and a fourth round pick in 2022. Despite the NCAA allowing spring sports seniors another year of eligibility after canceling their season due to coronavirus, the University of Wisconsin says they will not extend that eligibility to their student athletes due to complications. Inter-Miami CF owner David Beckham recently reconnected with former Real Madrid teammate Ronaldo on social media. The MLS season remains suspended indefinitely. And now, after a, I wouldn't say long week, just a week, let's take a step into the day spa. Ah, a Utah man has amassed over 2,000 board games since 2008. Normally I would say, nerd! But these days I'm saying, 
Genius! People are teaming the TikTok app with Netflix to help them try to predict the future. Why not? Seems sane to me. Uh, I've been locked down too long, but so have the people using Netflix to predict their future. So there you go. The Department of Women in Malaysia has apologized for releasing online posters displaying how women can keep their men happy during the coronavirus outbreak. Haven't seen the posters, but I'm sure it's just pictures of beer, Netflix, and sex. Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain, temperatures around 80. Now on to the Joe Rose Show. This morning they got the very controversial Michael Lombardi on. Michael Lombardi's done it all at the executive level in the NFL. And he released a bomb yesterday saying that Tua, ooh, maybe not as healthy as we think. So he kind of talks about that controversy that he stirred up. Also, watch out for the NFL. They're bigger and faster, Tua. Who should the Dolphins pick at five? And Tua team's response to his claims. Michael, thanks for your time. And let's get right to the, the hardest question of the day, the toughest one. Have you seen Tiger King yet? Uh, you know, I tried to watch it. I really couldn't get into it. Like, uh, you know, the guy, first of all, I mean, I mean, that guy, if you work for him, you're not getting a dental plan whatsoever. I mean, I felt bad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, oh. Geez, oh, man, his health care program working on that thing is, you know, A, the risk is high. <laughs> you don't get a dental plan. I, I, I just got, I watched about one. I was enough. I had to go back to a book. That's fair enough. Well, let's get to the other thing. Because, boy, you had the old Tua camp. You you got Trent Dilfer saying stupid-ass stuff coming out yesterday. He got so carried away as a guy that's uh, that's coaching up uh, Tua right now. You came out with some pretty strong stuff about his situation. And the one thing everybody keeps leaving out when we talk about Grady is has been all the injuries. And apparently you found more. And the one, I guess, that got everybody is you said a couple of teams have, uh, have flunked him on his physical from all these injuries. Just talk a little bit more about it, Michael. Well, I mean, look, don't shoot the messenger. I mean, I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, I love what Lee Steinberg said yesterday that we're, we're overplaying the injuries. I mean, let's just break the kid's career down. He's played 30. He's been at Alabama for 32 games. Of those 32 games, he only threw passes 20 or more, uh, less than 20 times in 14. So those were kind of games that were pretty much controlled. You know, nine of those games, he threw it 10 times. So basically, you know, when you really boil his career down, because they were so dominant, he probably played an 18 game. Okay, and that's just the backdrop. The injury, I, I didn't make the injuries up. The wrist, the knee, the, the finger, the ankle, the hip. I mean, I didn't make this up. Like, this isn't, I'm not inventing this. This is what happens. You know, football's a violent sport. And some guys have an ability to stand back up and some guys get hurt. Again, I can't make this, I'm not making it up, but teams are the, you know, I wrote a column today for The Athletic. It'll come out later. The draft is about money. It's about money, right? It's about the coin. It's about the green stuff. And if you have doubt, if you're at risk, you got to try to lower your money. You got to try to lower how much you're willing to invest. It's just human nature. Like seriously, and let's do a little bit more of a study on this, okay? So if you go back to 2002, Joe, you start and you look at all the first round quarterbacks in 2002. There have been 54 of them, Pat. Pick. 
some names are just unbearable to look to hear. Not not personally, but just as talent. Twenty eight of those fifty four don't even play. Twenty eight didn't even get a sniff. Then there's another six that we still can't evaluate. There's eleven that were just good, and then there's another eleven the 10 or 11 that, that actually had really good careers. So you're at about a 20% clip. And every year there's three quarterbacks picked in the first round. And you got about a 20% chance to find a blue chip quarterback who can lead you to a Super Bowl, a Dan Marino type player. That's a hard thing to do. I, I thought it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, you, you had another comment about the media draft guys. And it's true. If you watch them, whoever your favorite guys are without saying their names, they never talk about that. It's just kind of a given in their injuries. Everybody's going to come back and be 100%. And I'm with you saying, listen, the guys only get bigger and faster. And the injury that he got on the hip, guys get tackled every game trying to get out of the pocket to throw the ball away or, or make a great play and keep it alive. They get tackled whether they get rid of the ball or not. It's a sack or, or throwaway or completion. They go down. There's big, fast dudes going to fall on them every game, Mike. No doubt. The game's only going to get more violent. It's only going to get more competitive. It's There's no – look, they're not playing mercy, which they did. You know, you're not playing Coastal Carolina in the NFL, no disrespect, right? You're not going to be playing, you know, Louisiana Lafayette. That's not, you're not playing that. There's no games you're playing to give the other team a payday in the NFL. That just doesn't happen. And so you're going to have to stay in there. You're going to have to take all the hits. It's an endurance test playing quarterback in the NFL. You've got to have a great lower body. You've got to be able to stand in there with strength in your lower body and be able to drive the ball week 14 after you've taken a lot of hits. The reason where baseball pitchers run in the outfield in spring training is to strengthen their legs so they can keep their arms going strong because they get their power in their arm from their legs. And when your legs are wobbly and your legs aren't straight, you're not going to throw the ball good in football or in baseball. So, look, I don't care what Steinberg and Dilfer, their job is to promote the kid. My right. job is to report the news. The reality of it is, is there's one team in the 10 that just took them off their board, and they need a quarterback, right? They just well, took them off. They said, look, that's too much risk. Another team said, there's just no chance. Like, I'm not going to run a first-round, risk a first-round pick for a guy and pray every day that he's not going to get hope, we, not going to get hurt. Hey, hey so, I, I want to ask you just a follow-up to this. So, so saying that and, and knowing the situation of Dolphin, so who do you like? Who can you feel comfortable? We went through. I've been going through this every show. Uh, Zach and I go through this now. Every we don't like Herbert. We saw him play early in the year. He had some bad games. Love what's he done? His numbers are based same tackle, same picks to intercept uh, to touchdowns. What do you do when you're in a situation you're, like the Miami Dolphins are? Been looking for that special guy since Marino. What do you do? You can't. You can't invent them. You just take a really good player where you're picking. You take somebody that you know is a really good player. You're never going to get fired for taking a great player. You're never going to get fired for taking a great player. You're going to get fired for taking a risk. You're going to get fired for taking a, an uncalculated risk, yeah. which is really anybody that, anyone, and I promise you, anybody, whether it's Bill First, Steinberg, anybody that says Tua will last his career and not get hurt, they can't make that prediction. The science is on the side of he will get hurt because the past performance predicts future right. achievement. If I were the Dolphins, I would make a really good pick at, at their pick. I they need they got so many needs. I would get a legitimate yep. left tackle and plug him in. Then I would take that pick and trade that pick back in the first round, get more assets, collect more. Because remember, we're not doing this to win next year. We're doing this for the long haul. We're doing this to build a competitive football team and build this team as we go forward. It's not about one draft. It's about a collection of drafts. 
But Mike, with all that said, the last season, obviously the 5-11 and season, we thought it would be worse than that after the first couple of games of the year, that's for sure. What do you think? You still there, Michael? I, I got you. Yeah, sure do. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, we, I just we lost you. I don't the... think two is the guy, or maybe Herbert's we, not to Zach, grind it out. Zach, there. Zach, we lost you, buddy. We, 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 we lost you on that. Let's try it again, man. We just got you back. We You dropped. Oh, Honestly. sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just, if it's if it's not going to be a quarterback at five, and like you said, because I, I think left tackle, I don't think there's going to be a guy there at 18 or even later in the in the first round for them to get a first round tackle but what do you do then at quarterback because after last season all the tanking or the tanking talk it's all about finding that franchise quarterback so what do you do at this point do you take a Herbert or Love even if you don't think he's a number five pick overall no I don't think you do that but I, they were never tank the media created the tanking for Tua if right. that wasn't the program out of Miami why should the Dolphins adhere to a program they didn't create they didn't create the tanking for Tua that was a public relations generation act by South Florida why should if you're my, why would you cre- why would you react to that? Like we, they never said that. I mean, they beat New England in the last game of the year. They weren't tanking. And here's the ironic thing, you know, we talk about all these teams in the league, and and you know they got better as the year went on. It's funny, you know, people. We t- this is a little bit off subject, but I find this very humorous. You know, the Carolina Panthers are uh, have Christian McCaffrey, and everybody's talking about how he's you know he's a great player, and what he did last year was remarkable. And the Dolphins really had no running back. I mean, this could be a Jeopardy question at some point. Who was the starting running back <laughs> yeah. for Miami in Week uh, 17, right? And they both finished with five wins. Think about no, that. How much guy, impact does a running back make on the team? Only in fantasy football. McCaffrey was a – they love him. They love him yeah. in fantasy football there, Michael. No question about it. So, so Michael, let me ask you a question. The other one that keeps popping up down here. Give up three or four first-round picks and go get Joe Burrow and get the, the Bengals to, to cave in just because you made him such a sweet offer. What do you think of that? You know, I, I, a, I think nobody's ever had – had a phone. The people that are saying that have never been on the phone with Mike Brown trying to make a trade. So, I mean, let me just say that. That's not an easy task to do. Mike Brown's probably convicted into what he wants to do. He's made his mind up. And if you know anything about Mike Brown, and these people that make this suggestion really don't, you know he's pretty, pretty much steadfast in what he's going to do. And, you know, I mean, I haven't had a conversation with Mike Brown recently to ask him that question. But, you know, what Mike Brown's going to, you're not going to get Mike Brown to do something that he doesn't really want to do, no matter what you offer. So I think that that's probably not going to happen. But, you know, there's always the case that, that something could fall out. But I don't see that being. Burrow's a pretty pretty clean player. He's smart. He can win with his arm. He can win with his feet. He can win with his mind. You get those three dimensions in it, you, you're pretty good. We've talked about this draft and, and, and everything. And, and the team can't worry about the PR stuff that, that comes behind us, Michael. That'll get you fired faster than anything. I totally agree. you got to go with, with whatever you believe is, is there. Would you still take a quarterback? Later on, just to, to get another guy in camp, are you a big drafted guy, No matter, especially with all those picks, get a guy that you think's got some upside? Do you, do you still do that uh, down the road? I definitely would. I mean, I think you gotta you got to find a guy that you feel like you can fit your system. I mean, look, that study I did in first-round picks, Ryan Fitzpatrick was a sixth-round pick. He was, in some of, he was in one of those drafts. He's still playing. Or a seventh, you know, there's, and I mean, Drew Brees was in the sixth. There's guys. Now, look, it's harder to find them later in the draft. Tom Brady in the sixth is kind of a, a huge anomaly. We know this. But you got to keep looking. I mean, Gardner Minshew last year in the sixth round ends up being just as good as any guy picked in the first and played. Yeah. I think what's happened is, is because we focus so much because because the worldwide leader drives us into this information. Every you know the draft, the mocks come out. You know they got and the, every mock has the same names. Doesn't that bother you guys? Like it has the yes. same names. It's ridiculous. Like oh. 
Mach 4, they got the same names. They might move them around a little bit or move a guy up based on what an agent tells them. But seriously, like at some point, you got to have new names in there. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> you got to find players. Hey, the other the other part of this, were you surprised at Tua's camp and a combination of a lot of people? You mentioned a couple of them. Uh, you you kind of left out the one-hour tape private workout that's being sent to the team. Were, were you surprised? Basically, this is all coming out after your comments. Were you surprised by how much stuff? Boy, they all got working yesterday. They, they all jumped on it yesterday to protect their well, guys. Because they know it's true. They know it's true. They can't. I mean, Lee's been around the league 100 years. He knows it's true. He knows how it works. See, what people don't understand is how the medical works in the NFL, right? So a player goes to the combine. He's going to get an orthopedic physical. There's seven tables in a room, seven. And each team has a doctor. One, The Dolphins table might be with six other teams. And then the Bills table might be with six other t- different teams, right? And the kids hop from one table to the next, and the six, the seven orthopedic guys from each team look at them. And then they go back and they look at their films and they come up with a grade. They come up with a grade. And it's not, can Tua, can Tua pass the physical? That's not the question to answer. That's what Lee's focusing on. He's healthy. That's all he ever says is he's healthy. Lee and David Ogilvy, the great marketing man, the great advertising agency, they're both working together on this. I mean, he's saying to you he's healthy now. He's not saying he's going to stay healthy. It's one thing to pass a physical. It's another thing to be able to play consistently once you pass the physical. A lot of guys pass physicals. A lot of guys can't stay healthy. Tell you what, there are a lot of crazy stuff. And by, did you catch, Mike? I know you don't follow all the drama in in in, in the football right now. But, boy, there were a lot of quarterbacks yesterday that really got after each other. I don't know if you followed the, the car stuff, watching Jameis Winston work out and say, why the hell are you doing that drill? That's so stupid and you and your guy and it was a a drill apparently him trying to get away from bags and stuff and I'm thinking hey you know what maybe David Carr should have worked on that some of that trying to get away from some people after he got sacked 200 times in in his career but yeah everybody's in a real pissy mood yesterday Michael I don't know what what happened to everybody Uh, you know I don't pay much attention to it I I write this thing called the daily coach every day it's it's a it's about it tries to help coaches teachers and leaders anybody who's in a position George Raveling the great George Raveling and I, we work on it together. And yesterday I wrote a column about what Colin Powell said. Colin Powell once said, tell me what you know, tell me what you what you don't know, and then you can tell me what you think. The quote really is about, we have, we're in a we're in an era now where we have a lot of people telling us what they think and they really don't know. Yeah. And so you've got to tune it out and you've got to really be good at understanding the information you're getting, whether you listen to MSNBC or Fox. It doesn't really matter to me what you listen to, but you better make sure you're understanding that there's an agenda behind everything you're listening to, and it's not yeah. always all fact. What you thought about Rex Ryan in the last week or so, how he's put himself in the news with uh, <laughs> criticizing Amari Cooper and talking about you know Brady and Belichick. Like, I mean, you, you know the guy. He's been around for a long time. What did you think of his comments in the last 7 to 10 days? Look, look you know, I mean, he, he's obviously, it's all opinion-based. He's entitled to his opinion as I am in this country but I think this here's what I would say after competing with Belichick for against Belichick for that many years to think that it was all just the quarterback you really weren't paying attention at all you really weren't paying attention at all and, and that's all I could say to that is yeah. if you think it's all one player you just weren't paying attention you know and if you think that if he didn't have another quarterback in there he wouldn't win games you're just not paying attention and it's easy see this is why 
funny. I have a ton of basketball coaches, NBA coaches all over. Read my, read my book, Gridiron Genius. I get very few, I mean, I get very few NFL coaches call and read my book. I've done Zoom chats with NBA head coaches in the last month where, you know, they want to know about things. But Ryan's commentary is similar to what most prevails in the NFL. Everybody thinks they know as much as everybody else, and they just blame it on the player or whatever fits the agenda. And if that's how you're going to live your life, to me, that's rather boring. Michael, that's a great way to finish. Man, you were uh, were outstanding. Thank you, short notice, for coming on with us here on a Friday. Really appreciate it, buddy. Thank you so much. Tua Talk is controversial, but Michael Lombardi came out both guns blazing. Ooh, it should be a fun lead up to the draft, August 23rd through 25th. I want to talk about fun. John Lovitz, he never makes sense. But you put him on the Dan Lovitard show, and he may be on a different planet. That's next on the Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Follow me on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. Going to try to make you feel good on this Friday, so why not smile? or be confused, or be distracted, or all the above. Earlier today, Dan Levitard's show got with legendary comedian John Lovitz. Okay, get ready. It will bewilder, it will excite, it will scare all at the same time. What do they talk about? Well, he's okay, John Lovitz. Sort of. Also, who's the old guy on the show? Stu gots it. And throwing dead fish. So basically, Stugatz, the entire time we've known him, you've been worried about John Lovitz's coughing problem. Uh, he has been coughing uh, for, for, yeah, here, he's, he's a little wheezy, and so we want to make sure he's okay. Yes. Stugatz, do you yes. want to check in on your friend? Yeah, John, you okay? <laughs> I'm all right. Yes. Yes. Are you feeling okay? How are you handling the quarantine, sir? Well, uh, I'm good. I actually, I, I had a, um, my doctor said I, I got real sick about eight weeks ago, bronchitis, but I think it might have been it, but I don't know. So I'm looking forward to taking that. There's an antibody test that will be out in a few days, and hopefully I can take that. What Wait, are you I eating? Are we interrupting drops. lunch? I mean, no, it's a cough drop, so I don't cough. Oh, I have allergies. Wait, I have a question for you, and I, it sounds like a dumb question, but I really don't know. So, you know, your TV show when when um, there's three of you, and then there's an older man that's like got an accent, and I'm watching it, and one day it hit me, and I went, "Wait a minute, is is that your father?" <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit of an open secret, John, uh, that my father does. Uh, yeah, he did highly questionable with me because you just you, you're normally listening to us or you're watching us without the sound on. Right. You just see you're walking past a bar yeah, and you see us on the television. On, and I'm just seeing the guy. And then you said something and I thought you went, well, dad, and I went, that's his dad. That's right, not, John. Yes, that's correct. That is your father. <laughs> yes, that is my father. Yes, that Where is not a paid from? actor. My father is from Cuba. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, and what are you why, eating? Well, then why is your why? It's you and and, and Stu Gotts. I thought Stu had the coronavirus because everyone says Stu Stu's got it. John, 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 you should you should be embarrassed by joke, but I had to. You should be embarrassed by that joke, John. You ran you ran in the circles of the comedy greats on Saturday Night Live. You've got to do better than I heard Stu Gotts it. Yeah, but but look at your reaction. It's making me laugh. Anyway, back to your dad. 
Why isn't your father on your radio show? Are you ashamed of him? My father is the voice to our radio show. He does all of the imaging when when we're introduced. No, I figured that was him again. But why isn't he there on it analyzing sports? Because he's an old person right now, and uh, old people can't be around, uh, you know, possibly non-quarantine oh, right. places. So, uh, Yeah, but are you guys in the studio doing your show? Uh, we are not in the studio doing the show. We are each in our respective homes. How did this turn into you interviewing me? I'm enjoying it. How? <laughs> it is going because, better. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> because I'm an excellent interviewer. Yes. We're talking to Dan Levitard and Stu Gotts on their own radio show. This is John Lovett. Dan, how's the disease going in Florida? Uh, Florida's pretty idiotic. Florida um, is less smart than the rest of the country when it comes to most things. All weird things happen in Florida. So Florida was irresponsible for a long time, and uh, Florida's leadership continues to be a little laxer than the rest of the country. So they're still waiting to... Didn't they close the beaches there? Yes, they closed the beaches there, uh, but not all of them. So you know, it, it Florida's been bad. Why are you know Florida's been very bad? Well, I don't know wh- why. What, what are they waiting for? For it to get bad enough to follow the rest of the country? John, like, however yeah. bad, however I just bad lost it a is. Friend of, it's a real thing. A, a, a great guy, Hal Wilner, is a, a music producer, a supervisor on SNL forever. And I was friends, and he just he just died for it. Died. He's only 64. This Jesus, is John. Yeah, but that's is there a question? Or? John, uh, John, I didn't think, I did not no, think I'm this segment. No, I'm just saying it's a John, real thing. John, let me explain and something to you. You were responsible. John, you listen to me. Do- Love it. You need to listen to me. I did not think that this segment could die more than it was already dying. But that dead fish you just threw on my lap at the end of this segment, you were a comedic genius in terms of being uncomfortable and making us awkward, more awkward than we already are, because we are plenty bad at this without your help, John. But you just came into our show and you rolled a grenade into our show. And I'm telling you, we haven't been right since Stu gots it and you hit us just now with your 64 year old friend that died and I don't have anywhere to go with you comedically after that. I hate it. You brought up the virus. You see see how you're getting all upset whereas Stu Stu is hip. He's cool. He's calm. I am. Stu's Stu's gots it. All right. Exactly. Love it. I'm done with you. Uh, thank you. None of this has gone well. All right. Now, Wait a minute. Is... I have a question for you. The end did. <laughs> no, I don't want to get off. I got up too early for this. What, what about the, um, oh, I just want your, sincerely, this is a real question about sports. So uh, everything I do is in front of, uh, you know, sport, uh, uh, Dodgers, they play in front of 50,000 people. I do a stand-up show. It's got to be close to. 100,000 people. What do you think of them? Um, do you think baseball and basketball will come back and fill the stadiums? And do you think that's a good idea? And if so, when should they do it? How do you feel about that, Dan? Uh, uh, Lovitz, how I feel about that. special needs person. I am done with you, Lovitz. Uh, huh? you, ha- you have successfully pooped on our show. I salute you. <laughs> I, I, like, I, it is a master, a master class. Let me talk uh, to your dad. <laughs> he is not here. Lovitz, I salute you for getting up early and just destroying our show. You have been worse on our show than a, than a global pandemic. 
you were responsible. Can I try to be worse next week? <laughs> I'll talk to you Monday. Thank yeah. you for. Okay. We'll talk to you on Monday. See uh, you later. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I am a hemorrhaging. I am. A, uh, I have gone from merely sweating Stugatz to I am bleeding onto the floor of our apartment. It's his finest work. I, I mean. cannot believe what he just did to our show, Stugatz. I feel right now like my face, like I'm eating sandpaper, and my mouth, my mouth tastes like uh, it tastes like metal. It tastes like aluminum. How's he going to top that on Monday? I can't believe how terrible that was. But what did I expect? It was John Lovitz. I don't know about you, but that right there, comedic gold. I think. Yeah. Classic right there. Speaking of classics, Hawk and Crowder, it is a Friday. Got those Hawkman highlights. Crowder, crowd, please just kind of push you a little bit back towards normal. Also, Hawk and Crowder, they're on the horse. That's next on the Best of the Joe Show. And we're back on the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. In just a couple minutes, going to get to the week that was on the Hawkman and Crowder Show, better known as Hawkman Highlights and Crowder Crowd Pleasers. An encapsulation in case you missed anything. And in case you missed Hawk and Crowder earlier today, no worries. Hawk is all about the horse racing fun. And Hawk and Crowder also into the big horse game that's coming up in the NBA. Also, they went viral about Tua. Don't believe anyone when it comes to Tua, though. And Hawk, he's slapping people. Happy to uh, finish the week here with my friend Channing Crowder. He's at his house in Davie. I'm at my house in Boca Raton, usually. And if I sound sidetracked at times, usually when the show is on, I have CNBC on in the background. I like to watch the markets. It's just something that's like, for me, that's like comfort food. I like watching the stock ticker go across. I'm not really paying attention while we're on the air. Uh, but the markets are closed today for Good Friday. So I've got uh, TVG on. I'm watching watching horse racing and the fourth at Tampa Bay Downs is just coming to the wire there. So if I sound, uh, if I sound like I might get a little uh, distracted during uh, today's show, number two is the winner at Tampa Bay Downs here in the fourth race on a Friday. All of a sudden I'm Eddie K. Have I lost any money today? No, I don't, uh, I don't put any of your money on horse racing. Only like we're going to bet the horse, the the horse competition. Speaking of horse, we're going to bet the horse competition on Sunday. So the, the, the contest is, let's see here. This was from Ben Golliver in the Washington Post. The NBA season suspended, practice facilities shuttered, blah, blah, blah. They're going to go back to a childhood favorite game, horse. You've got Chris Paul, Trey Young, Mike Conley, Zach Levine. This is going to be televised by ESPN. Also features Paul Pierce, Chauncey Billups, Tamika Catchings, and Allie Quigley. The tournament is going to consist of three rounds. So the first round is Sunday, 7 p.m., and then the semifinals and championship round will be held on back-to-back, will be held back-to-back on April 16th. So you get to the actual winner a week from yesterday. Just trying to look here. The favorite is Trey Young right now. He's plus 200. I'm, I'm with you, and I, I'm into watching this, but I hope it gets back to the Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, McDonald's commercial. Yes. More than watching guys shoot threes from different spots. I want it off the backboard, off the chair, exactly. nothing but no, net. No, traditional horse. Traditional horse. Yeah. Horse is not about, uh, you know, launching a, a – first of all, guys are going to be at their houses – 
right? So I don't think you, have, you, you even have a full court. I mean, it's going to be trick shot, That's right? It's going to be see. just, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Like Solana had watched, have you been watching those NBA 2K Sims or the the actual games between the, the NBA players that are playing Solana? Yeah, I've been watching both of them. And you like them? I love them. I can't get enough of them. I've been watching them every night. You are watching you that, Crowder? I man, I can't watch a computer play each other. I, right. I can't do that. I or tried, even two the, guys, or even two guys playing a computer game against each other. I tried to watch the Derrick Jones Jr. and KD one, the first one that came on, and I got ten minutes in. Then it became me watching my friends play video games, and I lost. This is why I love the idea of horse. I mean, this is my childhood. I spent yes. my childhood playing horse in the driveway against neighborhood kids. Like, but I'm with you. I want to see Trey Young over the shoulder, off the off the backboard, catch it with your left hand, turn around and in. Like it's got to be yeah, the stuff yeah. that you know we were trying to do on the on the driveways. Oh, I'm, I want to go deeper, man. I want to have a shot of tequila on top of your head, shoot a three, take a shot, hit the bong before the ball goes in. Yes, I, want, I want something yes. like that. There you go. I'm with that. That's funny. As, I will watch that. As the uh, 2008 JCC uh, Summer Camp oh, Horse Champion yes. Crowder, I could tell you speak the gospel. That move that you just uh, that you just said would be impressive. That was your move. I know. I'd, I'd say that that would be impressive. I could confirm. No, I thought that was, I thought that was your move at the J, J, uh, JCC, hitting the bong, no. throwing down a shot of tequila. No, there's, there's heavy tequila at the JCCs. Haven't been to too many. I, no, I don't Manischewitz. know. There's Manischewitz oh, okay. on tap. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Manny. Our, uh, our interview with Lee Steinberg went viral yesterday. A lot of people, a lot of news outlets picked up on it. We had Lee Steinberg, the uh, agent for Tua Tonga-Valoa on. I will tell you, it is all I'm seeing talked about on every sports TV show. It's Tua. And we asked him yesterday when Lee was on with us, like, do you feel momentum shifting in a negative way, you know, for your client? Yeah. I, I saw... Trent Dilfer, the, the, the most glowing assessment of Tua Tagovailoa has been Trent Dilfer, who said he throws the ball better than Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino. And oh. again, we, we've said this for however many days, 10 days now, since April 1st. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, faulty information, real information when it comes to the NFL draft. Got to weed your... So I'm taking it off. I listened to what Trent Dilfer said. I listened to what Lee Steinberg said when he was on with us. Yeah, I've looked at all the injury reports. I'm I'm piecing it all together. I feel like Tua's drop, uh, draft stock is dropping, and I'm not on board with that. No. I do not want the Dolphins to let this guy get away. Period. End of story. Now, that all being said, if they have Justin Herbert, draft Joe Love, if they trade up, trade all their picks for Joe Burrow, I'm not going to be disappointed. But if Tua is available and they don't take him, or if they allow a team like the Chargers to trade up and jump them to get Tua, then I'm going to be disappointed. Then I'm going to be angry because I really, that's my quarterback of choice, Tua Tagovailoa. I don't even know if you saw Crowder, the uh, the leaked video of his, you know, video pro day that he did. Like, I think he's healthy. Can he stay healthy? I don't know, but I think he's healthy. Yeah, and that damn video was shot in a bathtub. Well, that was the smallest field <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. What kind of drills? Was I, I just, that, that video didn't do much for me. I'm not going to well, lie. Well, but you got to see, you got to see if he's able to be mobile. You got to see if he's favoring one leg, one hip or 
the other. He didn't seem like he was zinging it around. And this is the thing you're talking about, the smoke screens and just this time of year being the lying time of year. And uh, Lee Steinberg yesterday with us made a joke where if all the GMs in the NFL get to heaven's gate and say they lied about a draft pick, you know, uh, St. Peter's letting them right in because that's kind of what they do this, this time of year. The funny thing when people keep bringing up the doctors that perform the surgery, why would they say they're a failure as a doctor? So the doctor saying he's fine. It was the doctor that did the surgery. So him as a medical professional, he's going to say, yes, I did a good job. Lee Steinberg as an agent is going to say, yes, he did a good job. Sure. Tua, as himself, is going to say, I feel fine. And then the negative report, where are they getting that from? Because we're talking, to, we, we've heard from the doctors that did the surgery, his agent that sees him every day, and Tua, that's obviously with Tua 24-7. How do you believe either side? That would be my question on this whole uh, smokescreen thing with Tua. How can anybody pick a side with the stories of negative having no reference points behind it and the positive stories are people that are on Tua's side. I don't know how this can move your needle on Nia. Uh, move your needle on Nia. Move your needle <laughs> on Tua hearing either side of this argument. It's what happens this time of year. Right. No, and you. so you've got to do your own due diligence. And obviously the teams have more access to actual medical reports done by independent doctors, NFL doctors, and and they'll have to figure it out. But, I mean, this is the same situation that we went through with Drew Brees and Dante Culpepper, right? You you just, it comes down to making an educated guess, right? It's an educated guess. We think that the shoulder is going to be easier to heal than the knee or the knee is going to be easier to heal than the shoulder. There's a whole bunch of what ifs. I will tell you, Armando Salguero of the Miami Herald, he tweeted at Trent Dilfer, and I see that uh, Dilfer has now responded to him about 15 minutes ago. So he tweeted at Trent Dilfer, Hi Trent, much respect for you, but please explain your comment about Tua throwing better than Marino and Rodgers because that's a credibility killer for me. Trent Dilfer has now responded to Armando. He says, two comments to less, that's the reporter that reported it, got combined into one. I said he throws it, quote, as well as Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino. I never said better. That would be crazy talk. I said he throws it better than Aaron Rodgers did at this stage of their development. Thanks for asking. So that's Trent Dilfer explaining a little bit of his quote about um, Tua Tagovailoa, you know, throwing it better than Dan Marino or Aaron Rodgers. I'm just saying this. I've heard enough and I've seen enough. I guess what I'm going to is, is Tua Tagovailoa healthy right now? He looks healthy to me right now. Lee Steinberg was adamant on the air with us yesterday that he is healthy right now. I'm not making a judgment as to whether he can stay healthy or not. I'm going, so there's three, I think three pieces to the puzzle. Is he a good quarterback, right? So there's the first piece of the pie. Second piece of the pie, is he healthy right now? And then the third piece of the pie is, can he stay healthy in the, the grind of an NFL season? And what I'm saying to you is, for me personally, the first two pieces of the pie are much more important than the third piece. Acknowledging that the third piece is going to be infinitely important during his career. But right now, when you are selecting someone, to me, you need to know two things. Are they healthy right now? I think the answer is yes. Is he a good quarterback? Well, from what I saw at Alabama, I can answer that unequivocally yes. So that's why I side with picking Tua. Yes, the football side of it, Hawk, and there's no question about that. And I agree with Lee on that one because there's facts behind it. Like you're saying, I watched this man go in at halftime and win a national championship game. I watched Tua make every throw. I watched him make off, you know, some Patrick Mahomes throws, and that's our reference point now, off just off-balance, sideways, 
plays, finding a guy in the back corner of the end zone. Tua on the field is everything. If he's healthy now, I'm talking. I'm hearing the doctors. I'm hearing the the uh, the medical professionals, and I've heard a bunch of them say yes. And that's on the team to find out if he can get hurt in the future. Is a yes because the NFL has a 100% injury rate. Now, there's a difference between playing one game, two games a year, and playing 14 or 15, or missing eight games every three years or something like that, like guys do. But I I can go back to the AP, the Tom Brady's, the guys that got hurt and continue to have careers. Yet, I'll tell you this, Hawk. Is Tua going to get injured in the NFL? He is. Is he going to get injured more than Joe Burrow or more than Herbert or more than Love? If you can answer that question for me, I will give you any amount of money you can you, you can have, and no one can answer that question, right. and that's the part that people are guessing on. He's going to get hurt next year. Is Herbert? Is Love? Is Burrow? Like, come right, on, man. If you're, if you're not getting hurt, it means you're not playing. Like, yes. the only guys in the NFL that don't get hurt are guys that aren't playing. So Josh Rosen didn't get hurt in the last eight games of the season. He wasn't playing. So <laughs> you're going to get dinged up. It's a physical game. I mean, you've made it clear. Lee Steinberg said the same thing. Like, these guys go out there. They give their bodies. They're getting hit on every play. Of course he's going to get dinged up. Of course he's going to get hurt. Of course there's going to be a sprained finger and a sprained wrist. But, like, your question is the real question. Is he going to get hurt more or more often or more seriously than Jordan Love, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and and whoever else you might be looking at? That's the real question, and no one can answer it. And that injury-prone, like injury-prone, is, is, is the boy need to drink more milk? Is he Mr. Glass, Samuel Jackson in that movie series, Unbreakable? Like, that's the part that's crazy to me. I always think about Frank Gore, and it popped in my mind last night. I had a Zoom session with my defensive players at U-School, and I've talked about it before. Frank Gore's son is my cornerback. So we're on the Zoom session. Frank pops in the back of the screen and says, what's up to, you know, me and Arturo Freeman, who are the defensive coaches that, you know, we know we all know each other. And I thought about it. Frank at UM tore his knee up. I think he tore his knee mm-hmm. up in high school. He tore his knee up at UM. He tore his knee up early in his career. Frank's going on his 16th year in the league. <laughs> right. Would people say well, right now? Would people say Frank Gore was a injury prone? Was a mistake to take because Frank Gore is a damn Hall of Famer. He's number three in the rushing list right now. Frank is going to the Hall of Fame first ballot, and he came out of high school with injuries. He came out of college with injuries. He got injured in the NFL. But would anybody say Frank Gore was a mistake? to draft if you do you need to be slapped by somebody very big and strong right and that'll be solana he will come find you no Hawk, you. I'm, I'm, put, I'm putting you on people now what you happened keep yesterday putting, you keep putting I, me on people <laughs> after yesterday and i have no desire i i'm out i'm out i've got a bunch of people on my on-site list and, and they're all on site for you like my my, <laughs> my list is shifting to you i'm gonna put them on you when i see a male kuiper i'm gonna point out and say kuiper you're gonna have to deal with mark hoffman one day big homie and he's not going to know what I'm talking about, but he's going to be no, scared Kuiper. the remainder of his life. No, Kuiper crushed my uh, my win box. Nice, 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 nice right there. Watch out for Hawkman in these times. His big hand could be coming down on you. Speaking of Hawkman and Crowder, the week that was. I've been away for a while, but I am back now, so you know on Fridays I'm going to be bringing you those Hawkman highlights, Crowder crowd pleasers like I'm doing right cheer. Highlights. Highlights. I would I would guess, and I've never seen you correct me if I'm wrong. I would guess that your stomach looks like two percent milk. Yeah, it's not my stomach that's really bad. It's it's unfortunately my boobs look like cottage cheese. <laughs> 
Like they're just they're wide and chunky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curding, curdling. They're curdling. Your your breasts are curdling. All right. Yeah, lawn man pulled up. Hey, beat it. Ay ay ay. Es eso? I, I don't know how to phrase this correctly. Was was it Lele or Ying Ying? Was well, doing the work. Right, doing the work. Right. <laughs> doing no, the work. Work. No. I don't, I don't know, know. No, I don't know if this is stereotypical or not, but the pandas all look alike to me. There's a highlight. Now talking about that draft that we've been discussing, been discussing, been discussing, been discussing, been discussing. Amari's a decent receiver, top twenty. That's good. Good job. I'll tickle his chin if I ever meet him. The pandas all look alike to me. At least three were big, big hitters. You know, with Lee and Joel and and, and um and um Rude. Rosenberg, 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 Rosenberg. Hey, beat it. What would be his reaction if he was selected by the Miami Dolphins? Well, he'd be happy. I'll tickle his chin if I ever meet him. My boobs look like cottage, 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 cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Cottage cheese. Hey, beat it! Hey, beat it! 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 Beat it! I'm pleased. That is how we do it on the Huckman and Crowder Show. I know life is not back to normal, but we're trying to take baby steps, baby steps. I'm going to take a whole lot of steps this weekend because I don't have that much to do. I'm also going to take a whole lot of sips this weekend because I don't have a whole lot to do. I actually went to the store earlier today. I've been trying to tell you stories every day, something about my life, and I bought two cases of Bush beer because it was the cheapest beer on the block. Two cases of Bush beer, but in case that's not enough, I bought a fifth of Evan Williams Honey Whiskey. So if I drink all that this weekend, you will not hear from me on Monday. But I don't plan on drinking it all, so I will be back Monday around 6 o'clock where we'll run back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station. Follow me on Twitter. Maybe you'll see me doing some sips at Dan Day Radio. This is the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.